doing, everyone? It is Monday night. Welcome back to broadcast. I'm Billy Kirkwood. I hope you are bloody amazing wherever you are. We are back Monday night, 8 o'clock, bigger, badder, fatter than ever before. Holy shit, I'm a fat as fuck. Uh, I hope you're very well. Uh, say hello if you are watching wherever you are tonight in the comments. want to check out everyone from the Broadbeardverse. Uh, if that's a thing, I've made up. JJ will have it in a t-shirt a week. Uh, here's what's going to happen. We have got ourselves an amazing guest. We're going to have some chats. But don't forget, you can get your questions in, any comments, any shout-outs, anything at all. Just hit us up in the comments below this video. And before we kick off, where are you watching from tonight? We would love to hear from you. Uh, a couple of people are already tuning in. We've got Mike Evans, Colin Fury, Ian as well. Evening, Ian. Uh, we're going to say hi to the wonderful Drew Johnson in just a second. Uh, it's going to be a busy one tonight. So let us know whatever you're watching. And don't forget, everyone, to check out what is going on at broadbeards.com. You can check out all the products that are coming out for the summer. And if you want to be like man and make all your Christmas shopping done, for Christmas already, if you're that type of woman, shut up, Sandra. You can get all your presents bought right now. Why not? Uh, all right, a couple of other people watching. Uh, Finn Turner, good evening from the Scottish Borders. Dave Easton as well. Uh, right, we got ourselves a nice group of folk. So I tell you what, shall we uh, Shall we kick that bad boy into touch? Do you fancy it? All right. Uh, oh, a couple more people. Uh, Scott Capero, we'd love to join you. Good evening, Scott. I was not ready for that at all. <laughs> Whatever you're watching. Uh, right. Uh, first of all, who is our special guest tonight? Well, many of you will have met him, particularly here in Scotland at the Broadbeard and Moustache Championships. He's a live of beards and moustache club president. Hopefully he's still there, still there. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Mr. Drew Johnson. There we go. Uh, how are you, man? You good? Oh, I cannot hear you. Let me fix it. <laughs> I can hear you. Can Maybe you not. hear me? Yeah, it just came up, came up right in the middle. Your mic is muted. I was like, "Sorry, oh, no. I'm not my mother." <laughs> oh God, how many Zoom calls? Uh, uh, do, do, I think it's good that technology has kind of come along during lockdown. I think it's good, but the number of Zoom chats I've been on with old relatives is doing my. I taught my dad, a man in his seventies, to use Zoom, and that I'll level with you. Is a hard, hard time. Uh, Let me mother, you you realize why I've never even tried. <laughs> to be honest, everyone, I, pretty much everyone at the 2016 um, Beard and Mustache Championships met me mother. She stood oh, no. there. She stood there as as the contestants came out, as they got official photos and stuff. My mother then had to take a photo of every single one. But uh, but yeah, she's not. Not technology savvy whatsoever. Oh, she didn't have like one of the old cameras, the one you wind on, did she? Pretty much. It's like I think it was kind of one of the ones that you need to look down in. <laughs> oh god! Like, yeah, there's like, a there's a boy with a flash. You've got to be there for an hour. Come on! Because <laughs> like you got to stand still for about forty five minutes. It's all yeah. right. God, dick pics must have been hell in the eighteen hundreds. <laughs> That's all I've got to say. You've there for an hour. Come on! Uh, right, true. Uh, we're you're um, you're on the you're on the world tonight. That's right. Yeah, that's where you are. You know, is, is this your uh, is this your abode that you're in tonight? This is my abode, the green, the green room. All right, well then, I like it. I like it. As things are opening up, mate. As things are opening up, how has lockdown been for you? I always like to start off with this question in this generation of broadcast. How's lockdown been for you, man? Absolutely, boss. I'm one yeah. of them, I'm going to be one of them horrible people who are like it's been the best time ever. We um, there's been a lot going on, so we bought a well. My daughter was born in October, so right. literally she's just wiped out all the time up to now and stuff. We bought a, we moved house in December, so literally every single wall of this place has been painted, every single oh. season, every single bloody plant's been dug out, and then whatever in the garden and stuff, and just every day is absolutely rammed. So oh I've, man, I've had a blast. Well, mate, I well, I've moved house and I've also had a baby. I haven't done any of the practical stuff you've described. See the painting and digging out plants. I've done fucking none of that. <laughs> so uh, uh, I tell I tell you what. Um, well, let's get let's get in about it, shall we? Um, well, right, actually, we've got a couple of shout-outs to do it very quickly. Um, let's see a couple of people saying hello. Uh, we've got one actually a comment. Uh, I'm not my mother. We'll come back to haunt our Drew. We probably will too. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, I. Yeah, got run in jokes. Got run in jokes. If I just start like next week, jail. Just go. Your mother would say that. Your mother would say that. I'd, oh she'd, no, she's probably even sneakily watching this. Knowing my mother, I, I blocked her on Facebook. 
That's like uh, that's how what? mad my mother is. And then she's probably still stalking me on this and watching here now. I'll get like <laughs> the worst WhatsApp message later. <laughs> Oh god, my my dad's a nightmare. It's like he's still looking for page eight 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 on CFAX. He's still trying. He's still trying to play bamboozle. Remember bamboozle? He's still trying to play bamboozle. Don't have the heart to tell him. You don't get it anymore. Don't have the heart to tell him. Uh, right, let's get about this, man. Uh, where did where did you grow up, Drew? Was it was it down in Liverpool way or was it elsewhere? It was the Wirral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my parents are uh, both from the northeast, so I spent a lot of time there when I was a kid and stuff. So my accents all over the place right, um, right. my mum mum's from south shields my dad's from north shields so and right. then i was born down here in on the Wirral. so all my life been down here then away for uni and stuff like that like so here and there where did you go to uni where did you go to uni i went to sheffield and then i went to newcastle to do me teaching degree very nice very nice and what was it you qualified then if you don't mind me asking um, human geography human geography and then so, I'm a, a trained geography teacher. Oh, what? Don't ask me no shit. Don't ask me anything. And I haven't got a elbow pads on me jacket or anything like that. Like, oh no, I wasn't going to say that. But look, <laughs> I would, I would love to see the looks in kids' faces when they're expecting some stuffy wee old man, and then you walk, uh, and a cloud. That's gonna, that's gonna turn some heads. Uh, it's been, it's been a long uh, phasing. As soon as, I, as soon as I had a beard and like. Right. So then I had to wait like four years for all the kids in school to understand that I had a beard and I wasn't Jesus or oh. or um, Osama bin Laden or any of these other names. I'd just get thrown at me in the corridor. Um, oh. And then as soon as that was over, because you, you're new kids into our school, year seven, they're not asked. But then it's the older ones. And then as soon as they went and that year seven went up to 11, that was it. It's fine. Totally fine. Um, I've got a, I've got a buddy of mine who's a, who's a stand up and night, but during the day he's a, a school teacher and he could be watching actually. Uh, and he had a long white beard and long white hair, so he had Santa Claus every single day. Santa, 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 and he went. They're gonna get tired of it. I still remember him saying they're gonna get tired of it, and it's like. Motherfucker, you have you never been a kid, but they all get tired of that. So congratulations on managing to win that out. Uh, yeah. So what was it like growing up in the world? What was the type of thing that interested you when you were growing up? Uh films and stuff. I was always into me films and that and nice and computer games, pretty much. That was probably my probably my childhood there. Films and computer games. Nintendo, that was pretty much it. Um I think it took me to get into my twenties to actually have any real hobbies. All oh, right, okay. So <laughs> you you left that behind. What did you start getting into? Because it, that's the weird thing; people don't get it. Like even in your twenties and your thirties and your forties, you kind of you're still kind of trying to find who you are as a person. So yeah. what things did you start to get into? Because obviously there's been a a shift from just being you know a little guy growing up in the world, just into games and films. Clearly, there was a kind of shift, and you started to adopt or more embrace a more alternative lifestyle. Where did that all sort of come about? It came through with um, probably friends and through music, pretty much yeah. just music and that. And then um, um, I started sort of, I'd like, I was never any good, but I'd BMX when I was at uni, when I was in Sheffield and stuff. And there was a big alternative sort of scene there with um, the the alternative venues and the clubs and stuff like that that you go to corporation and um and stuff like that so then um it was probably music that made a big shift for me um and my my wife um we got together quite young we were together when we were 19 um oh. and you know into the same music kind of thing went the same gigs you know into the same stuff so um yeah that was kind of the alternative sort of look and lifestyle and stuff outlook and stuff that's where that probably stemmed from um from just friends and music really yeah right so where did i mean obviously we, we, we'll dive straight into it and just before we get going if anyone does uh, have any questions for scott or any uh, scott what am i doing there's a scott right here got one guy on their brain if anyone has a, a question or a shout out for drew uh just Pop it in the comments just now. We'll get to as many as we can. I can see a whole bunch of come in. We will get to them during the course of it. So make sure to pop them in right there. Or even if it's just a shout to say hello. We appreciate that broadcast. Right. So 
where did it sort of come from in terms of getting into, com- I hate using the phrase competitive building because that's somebody used the other day and I'm not a fan of that term. Uh, where did it sort of get into your involvement with the liver beards or the formation of liver beards? Where did that all sort of come about? Um, right. I'll give you the long winders version. Um, I, I had a shave in the Easter of 2012. Right. I'll take you back. So um, back in the olden days when we had gigs and everything was in black and white and everything yeah, was on yeah, horse. Yeah, and um, and I and I I only know because we went away in the East End. We went to America. We went to New York, and I've just photos with me pretty cleanly shaved. And it used to be I would shave once I had a haircut. So I got a haircut and a shave in the Easter of 2012. So then going along, I was always riding motorbikes. I've done since I was 19. Okay. Um, so as my beard got longer, I would wear buffs on my motorbike. You know, like the new bra one, the neck tube? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my beard yeah. would tuck up and would stay up so it didn't look very long. And then it took to the summer holidays for me to just go, right, I'm just going to have to embrace this and have my beard down. It wasn't as long as this. Not that you can right. see my lightning's cropping here. But, you know, it was longer. So, um after summer, went back into school. No one had seen me for six weeks. And everyone was like, whoa, but the, where's that come from? What the hell's going on there? What's going on? So the next week, my line manager for school was in a meeting with the head teacher. And at the end of the meeting, the head teacher just looked around and kind of went, so can I just ask who's going to talk to Drew about this? What? So, my, so my line manager came out and was like, Drew, like, you need to do something to say why you've got a beard and why you should keep it and why it's ridiculous that you're even asking about it. So um, so went home and I was like, well, what the hell do you do with this? I was like, well, I can't change my religion overnight, really, can I? Or I can't really, um... Well, the, there are some websites where you can probably... probably... Yeah. <laughs> Is that, oh, kind of a, is that a can of iron brew you're drinking? Yeah, it's an iron brew. Oh, I thought, I mate, thought, come on. I, pre- I appreciate that. I appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> um, so I went home and I joined the British Beard Club. Um, and they gave me like a certificate. So I took it in the next day and went, yeah, like take that to the boss and say, that's why. So then heard nothing else. So that was fine. So at the time, um, the British Beard Club was like sort of, a group and it had a newsletter, it had emails and stuff, and it had sort of a couple of groups that would meet down south and stuff, but nothing right. was going on in that. Like, and I've always been a pretty sociable person. Um, and I was find I find I find that if um if you're not into footy, which I'm not, if you're not going to the same pub regularly, which I don't, um, it's quite hard to meet new people, yeah. make friends, you know, uh, especially for blokes. Like, unless it's the fellas of your girlfriend's friends. Yeah, and that's never good. Like, they're the only people that you ever meet who are any different and stuff. So I thought, well, let's let's try and set up something in the north um, just just for a laugh and we'll see how it goes kind of a thing. So um, it was December of 2012. Uh, set it up Facebook page, tried to see what was going on, managed to talk to a couple of other people and see if they wanted to get involved and stuff. And then literally for like probably like the first eight months, six to eight months, it was me and maybe one or two other fellas meeting once a month in the pub. All right. And then, yeah. And then, um, and then it just caught, just caught leg, got legs and then just started, you know, snowballing with it. So we're, right. uh, before we get into that, I've just got to say that is absolutely genius that you turned up at your work with a certificate for your <laughs> facial. I've never, I've heard the people coming in with sick notes from their mum and all type of things, but you literally turned up with a. I hope you find this beard has been authorized legally. Uh, that is, uh, do you know, there's going to be so many people trying that now. It's, I, I've honestly don't think I've ever heard of that. That is absolutely genius. That's absolutely genius. Yeah. Make it. You don't have to do the way I did it. Just make it for free. Just go on. Go on your laptop. Hey, I don't know why I didn't do that. It cost me like twenty quid or something at the time. Where I was like, well, twenty quid's better than having to spend twenty pound on bloody shavers. 
Yeah, your conscience is clear. Your conscience is clear. Oh, yeah. I bet it had a gold seal and everything on it, man. It's just sorted. That uh, any, head teacher, any head teacher confronted with that is just gonna oh <laughs> fucking I can't I mean, this is a, this is an HR nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> I think he was just like, What? It's actually part of a club for that. I'm not even asking. Like, I'm not yeah. even interested. On uh, next week, when the schools go back in Scotland, I can guarantee there's going to be at least one teacher's going to go, yeah, I'm a member of the Prince Albert Society, and I do have a certificate, and I'm allowed to uh, have these Pearsons. Thank you very much. Uh, right, so, you know, it's a couple of guys in the pub. It's good. It's good fun. Um, you, like you say, it's all about socialising, having fun, kind of celebrating thing. So where do we go from there? Um, so from there, we... Changed a couple of venues, ended up finding somewhere we really liked. Um, and then that kind of snowballed would get sort of, um, we were probably between 15 and maybe 25 people monthly meeting. Wow. We've always been, we've always quite, we pride ourselves on being a group that meets. Like we've, yeah. we've got the, we've got the messenger group and we've got like the Facebook and everything there and stuff like that. But we are, we monthly meet. And um, it's always been the same. Um, even through this, we've um, we've done Zoom calls every every um, first Thursday of the month. Oh, brilliant, brilliant! That'll make a big difference, particularly during these times. Yeah, definitely. Um, there's a few of the guys that have, uh, are going to meet actually in face to face this Thursday, um, and then there's a few more of us going to go over on Zoom and stuff like so. Um, well, government government allowing, like I suppose. But um, fingers crossed. So from there. Um, monthly meets were going on. Um, can we, I ask? A, can I ask a question quickly? Like you said the numbers yeah. took quite a jump there from being just a few of you to fifteen, which is no small number for a, a club. Certainly not in this day and age. How did people find out about you? Well, because at that point you said it was just really a small thing. How did people start finding out about you guys? I think it was just through word of mouth. It was from uh -huh. um, I don't know. To be honest, if any of if any of our lot are watching. Tell us how you found out. Like, I don't know how other people actually found it. Tyra, who's one of the other fellows, who, Ian, who pro yeah. props up on um, on your messages and stuff, like, they are. <laughs> um, he, um, he's one of my mates, so he found out through me. Um, right. I think it was a lot of uh, a lot of the time it was people heard through word of mouth. Um, I mean, the Instagram, the Facebook, and the Twitter and stuff, I've absolutely hammered early days. He's saying beard cuts, beard we cuts. Had like, we had like, um, is this the top trumps? <laughs> no, that'd be good though. Um, they were just business cards that had, you know, who we were, where we met, you know, oh. you've got boss beards, come yeah. to this kind of a thing. Um, sometimes we just met people in the pub and we'd say, oh, come along, you know, you, you stay in, come and have a go. Instagram stuff, and they are Jay, and they, there you go, know, there we go, Instagram. Um, and um, other people just, I think it was just word of mouth and stuff, early days. I think right. the, the the Facebook and stuff's always taken um, like peaks and troughs and stuff. Like early days for us was like peak beards. Everyone talks about this peak beard situation that was on a few years back. So that did us all right. You know, we went in the paper and stuff like that. Like, so we were always trying to uh, raise money for charity and stuff. So yeah. that was like, um we we had a spread in the Liverpool Echo one Saturday. Um just this massive picture of like all of us and all our beards around it and stuff. Um and at the time we had a brilliant well still it's it's a very now it's a different sort of group. It's a very close knit group, we're absolutely amazing group of lads. Um back then it was sort of different. It was, there was a few people who are still there now. Um but um, it's always been such a mad mix of different people from all walks of life and stuff like that, which has always been dead interesting. Loads of talk about stuff like that. Um, so from there, where did we go from there? So from there, we probably went on to doing the um, the British Beard and Mustache Championships. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, well, 
well, we could we could certainly come onto that for a second because a lot of people aren't aware of these these hangouts. Even now, like you say, with you guys getting profile and I don't know Instagram and Facebook being what it is, and the world kind of opening up a little bit online, so people can discover these sort of alternative places, alternative things to meet up. In those early days, what was it you guys did? Was it really like this is just a social thing, or are you going into? Because I know these some clubs and some societies that you know it's it's almost like. It's almost like Weight Watchers, you know, people are sitting and they're going, right, let's look at everyone's beards and discuss them individually. Was that what you guys were about or was it just keeping it a little more casual and having a bit more fun? We've, we've always tried to make it fun, um, welcoming and with also raising money for charity. They've been our main aims. Yeah. Uh, we've always been massively open to whoever wants to come. We've always said that... Um, Beards aren't mandatory. They're not the door charge. You know, you can come along as long as you're fine, as long as you're cool. Come along, have a chat, do whatever. You know, and we've had we've had regular girls come in and, and you know who aren't affiliated with anybody, who don't know anybody in the club and stuff like that. I've just turned up to just come and socialise and stuff. Um, we've got people without beards, obviously, that just come along and um, yeah. just out and stuff like that. So it's always it, we've always wanted just to be. A fun sociable group who raise money for charity in the end we have had people in the past come along and think we're like a drinking club and we're like yeah. we're not um we've always uh you know we're we're keen to sort of stamp that out early on and just say no come along have a sociable drink and stuff like that but you know yeah. we're not we're not boozers or anything like that we're not like um it's not so, like a, a hardcore biker gang from back in the day yeah, that yeah, says yeah. about positivity and making yeah. connections and just having some fun and like you say raising money for a great cause yeah yeah yeah, that's it um, so where where did the the idea to raise money for for charity come about because i've, I've you know see, seen the work you guys have done where did that idea come from because on its own it's quite unique tying it in with without being tied into like you know an immediate charity or something you guys sought to, to raise money. Where, where, where did that idea come about and why did it come about? Um, it gave us a name as a club. Mm. So I didn't, there's, there's clubs around the world that I know of who, who sell merchandise and stuff. And then you don't know where the money's going and stuff like that. You see what I mean? Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And so I wanted to make sure that we were always not for profit. I didn't want the money. Well, I mean, it would be lovely, like, but like, uh, but I I wanted to make sure that everyone was happy with where the money was going and yeah. what they were paying into. And we've never charged for anybody coming to the to the club meets or anything like that. You know, whatever you do put in is is up to you. Um, it's um, it's not mandatory in any way. You know, you don't have to have one of our T-shirts. You don't have to have a patch. You don't have to have a pin badge or anything like that. It's just, yeah. well, come and talk to us, say hi, and then have a good time kind of a thing. And um, so originally um, we were raising money for the RNLI because New Brighton Lifeboat Station is not that far from here. Um, right, yeah. and they look after the Mersey. Um, so we were keen to kind of um, look, look after them. But then the... Um, it was kind of like just a drop in the ocean, the amount of money. Sam, nice one. Um, it was kind of a drop in the ocean, how much, well, <laughs> a drop in the ocean for the RNLI. The amount of money <laughs> they were actually raising just was going nowhere for how much they needed and stuff. So we kind of yeah. thought, is there anyone else who um, not would, would appreciate the money more, but it would make a bigger difference for them? Right. So um, we changed over, and for quite a while now, we've been supporting a, a charity called Pajama Party. Um, they are it's it's run by two amazing girls, um, Ash and Karen, and they what they do is every Christmas, uh, people donate pajamas um, to them, and then the pajamas get distributed to any, any child who is displaced. Oh wow! Uh, Christmas. There's an old old Liverpool tradition of um kids get get they get given brand new pajamas for christmas eve yeah i guess they have it in quite a few places like i think we 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 um we have it in scotland it's something like my wife knew about but i didn't yeah Uh, yeah. but it's not like her family did so i think it yeah you're right it's kind of regional but i've certainly heard of it down your neck of the woods it's like a proper ingrained scout yeah um that so so then 
the idea was that no matter what the circumstance the child finds them in, they're still going to get the new PJs for Santa coming. Uh, you know, they're not forgotten about. So it's displaced kids, it's um, asylum seekers, it's um, anybody who may be in care or, you know, or in hospital poorly or anything. So we were we were um, supporting Pajama Party. Um, I mean, one year we went into um, Primark with a grand and we were just filling, um, we had our club t-shirts on and stuff and we were just filling a trolley Oh my god! You could have bought the whole shop for a thousand pounds. Well, it flipped the other way. The amount of the amount of people who came over and were like, "Excuse me, love, have you got this in that size? Or have you got this in that?" Size? Like, oh, no, no, no. We're a beard club, and then god, we're god, like, the, the only employed guys with beards at this Primark. What's going on? That is, I would like to speak to the manager. That is, oh, that's amazing. So you went and you bought a thousand pounds worth of stuff, which is a lot of gear. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then we had to, then we delivered it to the, the girls and they distribute it. Um, yeah. So then actually what happened, um, Alder Hay, um, Alder Hay Children's Hospital, which is a, a massive children's hospital in Liverpool. They do lots of outreach stuff, you know, lots of kids from all over the place will go there and stuff. They um, do a, they do a Christmas uh, thing with Matalan every year. Yeah. And, a couple of years back, they started doing pajamas, so we were like, "Amazing, double whammy!" We'll buy the pajamas from um, from Alder Hay. They get the kickback, they get the money for it, and then the kids all get the pajamas at Christmas. Yeah, that's two for one. That's yeah, amazing. Exactly. so we're managing. So now that's what we've done every year. So we've gone through to Alder Hay. We would buy all the all the pajamas directly from them. Um, the guys there, Adam, who's in charge of some of the um, charity um, side of um, the hospital, he's brilliant he's invited us to different um events that they've had on there we went to the christmas switch on lights last year which was amazing um and you know we're really proud to support that jay who has sent a message over and stuff his son yeah. odin spent some time in alder hay when he was first born um so we're really you know we're really proud to support them as well as pajama party um and it's just really nice really nice charities nice. and stuff like that's amazing. And as as work started on for this year, because even though we know the world maybe has slowed down a little bit, that charity, that cause is still going to be ongoing. So uh, you you're building towards that now. Well, which we'll, we're trying. Yeah, we're trying. Well, no. So this this year, um, the our competition had to be rescheduled and then cancelled. Um, yeah. so we'll gossip about that, and that would be one of the biggest money uh, money bringers. I don't want to say spinners or makers. Like that doesn't sound right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would bring in the most money. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> me like screwed up, counting me. And he's like, Oh my uh, god, where are we all getting money banks so we can swim in? That's what I want to know. Where are we all wow. getting money banks? Uh, so yeah, um, that's that. Unfortunately, we had we postponed. We postponed to September, I think it was, and then we just couldn't see it going ahead. Um, yeah. And so we had to cancel. So the next one will be March hopefully um so we're we're nowhere near what we would be on a normal year um for for money wise and donations and stuff um but hopefully we'll have something we've still been doing um every every month we have like a, a raffle whilst we're doing our yeah. zoom calls and stuff where we where we all stick a bit of money in we've got some beer products there to to give away and stuff um so um there is a bit there so we're gonna have to see what we're going on What's going right, on? With- well, I'm I'm sure. Well, look, if there's anything we can do or I can do up at this end, I don't know, give us a neck of Maybe I don't know. Maybe we can get some comedians together. Maybe I don't know. Maybe do something. Maybe do something. Give away. We'll give yeah. away a comedian. That's what we'll do. We'll give away a comedian <laughs> as a raffle prize. Uh, just just feed them beer. They'll be fine. Uh, right. We've had a we've had a one question in here. It's an odd question, but it never occurred to me that if you are watching from somewhere else on the planet, you might ask this question. Uh, this is uh, from Jason Murray, who is watching the scene from Canada. Hiya, Jason. And he's got this question. Why are they called the liver beards? Now, I think I know the answer, but I guess if you are watching from Canada, you might not get the reference. Why are they called the liver beards, Drew? Why are we, Billy? Well, I know for a fact that there's the liver birds, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, and I assumed it was just a play in that because you guys have got beards. Because yeah. uh, I also knew a female wrestling tag team called the Life of Birds as well. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. the Liverpool lad, so I assumed that's what it was. Am I correct? Yeah, you're bang on. 
There we go. There we go. Yeah, cool, cool. People sometimes don't realize it's a, it is liver beard. It's bloody hell, I can't say it myself now. Like it's liver yeah. beard, not liver beards. So it's, oh, not, it's not. Yeah. That would be crazy. <laughs> Imagine a t-shirt with like a liver and like it's just a beard. Yeah. Do you know, it's just occurred to me, he's probably read that. Sorry, J you, Jason, you're probably reading that from Canada as liver beards. <laughs> that, like, that never even occurred to me. So, uh, yeah, that, that's the answer that's to that, Jason. Yeah, but that, that just brings up disgusting imagery and just like, you can just, and it's not very good that we actually meet in a meet in a bar, in a pub, either yeah. if we're called liver beards. Like, liver beards? Uh, so, so the live, like the live of birds, are the two um, mythical what? creatures that stand on top of the live of building that's at yes. Liverpool Pier Head. So the the story is, if they ever fly away, the city's going to crumble and and just into dust. Um, there's one that looks in, into the city, and there's one that looks out into the river. Um, it's all about one looking after the sailors and stuff like that, the dockers and things like that, and the other one looking after their families and stuff. Yes. Uh, and the Life of Birds was also, I want to say, like a 70s sitcom. I think, I think it was 70s. I think they, I, this sounds, I remember my mum watched it, right? And I'm yeah, pretty yeah. confident it had like a, a reboot in the 90s, I think. Yeah, uh, I, I think something like that. Although, as we said, Ian's got a good point. Uh, a liver with a beard t-shirt. I got to admit, man, if done in the right way, that is a pretty fucking cool t shirt. If there's any um, illustrators out there like who wants a wants a job on Photoshop for for a slow Monday night. Come on, guys. <laughs> listen, we sell them the money goes to charity. Look at it that way. They sell them the money goes to charity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure we can work something <laughs> out. Um uh, right, here's one for you then. We, we're going to talk about your involvement with uh Brobby of the Mustache Championships. Now, I think I would be right in thinking you were there from 2016. Would that be right? When was the first one? I think so. Let me think. I always get the years confused because I have a I have a problem yeah. counting this year. If that makes any sense, yeah. that would be um, 2006. Oh God, somebody will know that. Somebody was screaming us in the comments. Yeah, would it be 2014? Maybe. I get my years mixed up. Probably am um, all over the place just now, but uh, you guys got involved. How did that come about? Was that a trip up to Scotland? I know oh. that JJ had made trips uh, down to Liverpool as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. So how did that come about? I, I hopefully JJ's watching and he'll correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know whether I met early days for us. So when we were we'd move venues, we were doing well. We had sort of fifteen to twenty-five people sort of coming. Our presence sort of in the beard and sort of community and stuff was going really good. Uh, yeah. We, um, I was getting a lot of um, a lot of emails and stuff like that, and a lot of messages and stuff like that. Oh yeah, twenty sixteen, um, a lot of emails and stuff like that about how to other people go and set up their own clubs. People were asking me for advice and stuff, which was really amazing, really flattering. Uh, and so the first people that got in, got in touch was the first person was Dave Easton. So me and Dave, you've known each other since 20, I want to say 2013, 2014, maybe. Yeah. Um, so um, we were chatting backwards and forwards about, um, about how, how we, how we went about setting it all up and how we're doing, uh, how we did it all and stuff, Davey. Um, and then I came up to the Glasgow's first, the Glasgow Beard and Mustache Club's first meeting. So me and a couple of the other fellas came. I think Tyra was there. It was Tyra there. Um, and we, yeah, it was the three of us because it was it was it was me, a guy called um, Ian, and and another Ian and, and Tyra, Ian Tyra. So um and we kind of went to their first meet. I think I met JJ there. I think. But he'll have to tell me whether that's right or wrong. Well, so, we're already yeah. getting corrected by everyone. It was definitely 2017. So so Tyra's totally so, wrong. <laughs> yeah, so we're we're all in all fairness to him, almost straight away he went. <laughs> or was it 17? Uh, God, what's up with all? Wait, I didn't know that until I asked, yeah, until the question came up. I didn't know that. So, um, so you guys yeah, met JJ then? We were 16, weren't we? Yeah, so we yeah. were 
yeah. So, uh, sorry. So, um, I think me and JJ met there and we probably started talking then. So, that would have been back in about, I think, 2014. Um, and then, sort of, we, that um, that night, we we felt as if we drank Glasgow under the table. The three of us, we were the last ones standing out of the Glasgow boys. They We, we put them to shame. John Cuthbert put them to shame. Oh, uh, that is a bold claim. <laughs> that is bold. But then again, a scouser and a Glaswegian, you know something, that is a recipe for fucking disaster right there. <laughs> if ever there was one. It was such a good night. And like, I was absolutely hanging the next day. We, right. There was three of us. We stayed in the um, E-Tap that's down by the casino, down by the river. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, man. Yeah. The one that yeah. just hung down. After after you've slept slept in it, like yeah, yeah. it's like they hose it down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we went to the Burger King in the morning, and literally, I just had to. I was just like that, gaunt as nothing. Like whilst whilst the other two were just stuffing their face with like burgers and stuff, and then they didn't make it home that like that day. So um, so fast forward to twenty sixteen, and we were doing the um, we were sorting out. Uh, we'd got the tender for the British Beard and Mustache Championships. Yep. So the previous one had been in Bath. Um, great event, massive, really good. Um, and then the one before it was the first one that was in Brighton, that was 2012, um, which was actually also the world. I'm pretty sure that was the World Beard and Mustache Championships. And that's the last time it had been in in um in England uh, in the UK. Um so um Sorting out the the uh, 2016 Beard and Mustache Championships, um, I, I wanted to do. I wanted it to be more of a weekend of events sort of a thing. I wanted to make sure that we were maximising how much money we were bringing in for charity, um, and so um, I decided we'd do a pre-party on the Friday night, um, and that's where John JJ came in, and um, he did the um, that was he brought with the sponsors for that night. And um, and that was kind of the way we did it, and the way we had it and stuff. We had like a like a fun contest on, you know. What the serious stuff was on the Saturday, so we had the fun stuff on the Friday, um, and we were just um, we just had a massive laugh with it. It was absolutely brilliant. Um, we the place was rammed. It was in a great little venue that's down in um, in the cellar of um, one of the bigger clubs in um, Liverpool, um, and it Not was crazy house, is it? No, I wasn't the crazy house. We've uh, we've, done, we've done bits and pieces in the crazy house, but no, it was um, it, do you know heebie-jeebies. I do, yeah, I do, I do. He's there, yeah, yeah. All yeah. right, okay, cool. Um, uh, and that's like that's where this this background photo of me that everyone will be like, oh, I listen to that. He looks dead interesting, and they've already like cancelled and gone and done some more other Monday stuff because I'm boring as hell. Sorry, is that not? Yeah, so that's taken in that place. I think that might have been that. No, no, it wasn't that night. That's that's the that's one of the boss champs after. But I was, um, I was about to say that's a very well lit picture. That's a that's a movie cover. If ever I saw that, that's a DVD cover. Yeah. I don't know whether that was that Jay that took that. Tell us, if Do you know, was... it wouldn't surprise me. It looks like I don't know. I, I'm not an aficionado of photos, but it looks like his kind of style. So, um, mm. it so, could um, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then um, the 2016 uh, Beard Mustache Championships was just mental. Um, by far the biggest thing I've ever attempted in my life. Um, it did eat up time. Um, we think it was around 500 people. Um, it was in the most iconic building in Liverpool, in um, the uh, in St. George's Hall. Um, beautiful, massive um, building. Um, we had all different vendors there, and JJ and Elaine were there, um, and they had the cornhole. They were playing the cornhole at the back, right. uh, and um, it was just just amazing. I've never been so tired in all my life like that night. Um, and um, and then from that, we just decided that we we had to do our own competition and stuff. Um, but um, but JJ just we we just got talking about doing something in Scotland because um, I mean because because um, there hadn't been any 
competitions or anything at the time. No. Um, I think there was probably like a couple of little ones that they'd done in like maybe a beer festival here or, you know, but nothing serious, nothing big, nothing nothing being its own no, event. No, no, no events, yeah, no real yeah, events. Yeah, yeah. So um, so me and JJ just got talking about it and stuff and and we were we were up for it from the get-go sort of a thing because we've, we've always had a really good relationship with, with JJ and Elaine and um, we were just keen to keep, keep going, really. Um, so... The broad champs just broad champs just came about from sort of all that stuff. I was going guess. Yeah. And then we've always seen them. Um, our our competition, the boss champs, we call it. So yeah, uh, it's like the sort of the brother event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got the broad champs and the boss champs. Um, I, think, I think that's a fair comparison because the two events have been they're they're spoke about in the same way with a lot of warmth and affection. Do you know what I mean? There's a there's a real sort of crossover between them. Uh, which brings me to the Broadbeer Championships. Now, you have a role as well at the championships every year as being one of the judges. Now I've I've got so many questions about it. I know we're not gonna get all the time to get them in. So I'm gonna start off with, with some of the basics. Um we'll start off with there's so many different categories and because of the different styles of beard and and even just human being what 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 because it's i think one of the things that you don't learn about until you're sort of even slightly ingrained about is there's a there's a real there's a real sort of a craft and a look um going from, from the beard i mean it would be a little weird if like i don't know almost just the beard and nothing else went together there's a real sort of craft and everything come together what are you looking for what's some of the base things that you're looking for without going into length and and well, there isn't a fluffy does. Do you know the other day I said that I the, like the fluffy category? I mean, fucking natural. I still don't know where fluffy came from. Rename <laughs> 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 that though. I like I that. I don't, I don't, I don't think we can call it a fluffy category. Yeah. Uh, I do not want to be on stage next year and go. I know I could have <laughs> fluffy <laughs> under six inch make its way to the side of the stage. There's all these grumpy looking guys going. Fucking Scottish asshole! <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't want to be that. But what, what's some of the base things you're looking for? Because it's quite a volume. I know um, Gigi and Elaine have got it set up in a brilliant way in terms of people are coming on. They do the wee, uh, the wee gallery thing, and then you guys get a little bit of time. But it's still not a lot of the time. So you've got to. Uh, I imagine you've got to do a lot of preparation in terms of what you're, what you're looking for in these categories. Was it you? Was it you go for? Was it you look for? Each each category, each separate category, has got sort of three key indicators that we look for, right? Um, and each one's um, then marked out of ten. So that's 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 in a nutshell. That's how it goes. So each category has different sort of parameters and three different sort of things that you look for. So um, so it could be like bushiness, or it could be like. Um, shape or it could be it all depends whether it's a fluffy category or a or a <laughs> that's gonna come back and bite me in the ass i know it is. i know that's gonna come back and bite me in the ass <laughs> it, it all depends on the specific category really um it's say like freestyle freestyle would be um i can't even remember the one all the ones that are, that are in there it'd be like Freestyle is the only one that has anything to do with if you're in sort of d- dressed in any way that reflects the beard and stuff. Right. So, so there's, there's a kind of theatre to it, a kind of showmanship. Yeah, 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 yeah. It would be like sort of. Um, so um, freestyle would be something like um, I can't even think. Like it could be wow factor. Will be yeah. one. Um, one will be um, the overall look. So that's like mm-hmm. what you're wearing and stuff like that. And then the other one will be something like. Um, so like some work, are quite. Some are quite. Some are quite fun, and then some are quite technical. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. so it, it's 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 sometimes quite difficult because you want to. You you always need enough people in one category to be able to. Uh, to be able to have a real competition. But then within that one category, you might think, oh, we could have split that into two and had two really interesting, like, sort of right. um, competitions on our hand there. Um, when we did the, um, the 2016, the, the Beard and Mustache Championships, we had one fella in Whaler. 
Amish whaler. So he still came up, he still paraded, he still had fun. One fella, we got first, obviously. Like, I, I, I was about to say that would be pretty sure that I have come thumb. But then other stuff, it is, it's some of it. So, so for ginger, for instance, that's colour. And uh, that's like a Camacho can of iron brew, I believe. Yeah. Someone's pointed. yeah, that's it, exactly. Not not this extra though, you don't got much orange on that. Um, uh, no. but um, so that one's color, that one's shape, that one's um, it's probably something like um, th like thickness or um, bushiness, something like that. So, um, each category is different. Um, each category has its own sort of uh, pointers and stuff that we look out for. And it's it's just a matter of sort of, that's why, hence, we have the, the walkthrough and stuff. Because yeah. uh, the parade at the start, because we want to make sure that we're not the first, if the first person comes up, you're like, best ginger beer I've ever seen. I'm going to give tens overall. And then sometimes they only get better. Yeah. Like, oh, I can't now go down because of, so we need to have that parade at the start to then review everyone a little bit and kind yeah. of go, oh, set your benchmark and stuff and then go from there kind of a thing. Um, yeah, the the broad, um, the, the categories and stuff are very, uh, uh, it's, it's, that's kind of where the bra and boss differ a little because bra, right. because bra is, is the competition in Scotland. I'm pull that out there. It is. Um, we want it to reflect sort of the British Beard and Mustache Championships, how they judge. We want it to reflect the World Beard and Mustache Championships, how they how they work and what they're looking for and stuff. Whereas Boss, because it's our competition, because it's smaller, because it's only we do get people travelling and stuff, but it's all people we know and things like that. Um, we've just got we just throw it out the window and just do whatever really. It's just nuts for an evening. Last what 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 were some of the categories we had last time? We've done um, uh, squirty cream beard. That was my oh, is, is that a beard made out of squirty cream? It, the place stank after. You have no idea how bad it smelled in there. Like we had to put, we had to put like plastic sheeting down to make sure that we weren't just making just destroying the venue. That wasn't great. Um, the uh, the most stuff you can get in a beard. That was one. Uh, Martin, one of our uh, one of the live beards, he managed to get a peregrine, a plastic peregrine falcon. You know, like Kez, Kez, Kez. Yeah, yeah, like hanging from his beard. Bloody hell! He's wearing. Well, it came from the office upstairs somewhere. Or <laughs> um, I can practically hear JJ and Elaine going. Don't get any fucking ideas after that fluffy <laughs> comment, my kid. Like, I'm going to, can we actually get a pigeon in there? A beard? If you get a pigeon in a beard, uh, what do you win? Right. We've got we to gotta ask uh, um, about this. Like The competition, of course, the broad thing, the brotherhood, uh, it's all about body positivity. It's all about positive actions. And it's it's about having a lot of fun. And I know that that's really a big proponent of the, the live beards as well. You, you've said yeah, that, obviously, with the meetups and what have you. Now, we've got to ask, um, as very much a part of the, the brotherhood as well. Um, what are some of the Broadbeard products you like using? Because a couple of people are asking, uh, going to be asked, do you have any particular favourites of your own, sir? Oh, well, uh, it's lucky you asked that, because uh, I oh, have oh. here the, uh, the Live Beard special. Well, look at that. Beard oil, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I just, I just happen to have it just down here next to my laptop. Well, that's very convenient, very convenient. Uh, it's still available, I believe. Still available, it, I believe. Well, I hope so. Uh, yeah, it is still available. I'm better, I'm better check in a second, or or Elaine can check check, check for us. Um, so this is um, we took we were speaking to JJ about it, and we were really keen to do have our own oil and stuff, um, and we're dead proud of it. You know, looks boss, doesn't it? Looks really good. It's a know. kill. It's a kill label. It's a kill label. Um, and um, uh, portion portion of the uh, the money from that goes to straight to Alder Hay. So JJ's already um, sent over some money on our behalf to um, to Alder Hay Children's Charity. Um, That's amazing. Um, and it's actually it is this is where Arctic Explorer, which is our personal favourite. Uh, yeah. I really hope it's um that's right um so if you 
don't mind giving a little money, bit of money to charity when you're getting your next beard oil. Go grab okay, it. Hang on, let's have a let's have a quick close look at that. But oh, wrong one. That's me. Oh. Uh, quick close look once again. There we go. Check that bad boy out. Boom. Uh, make sure to grab a wee bottle of that if you can. Um, and and believe- the, the snoo, the the buff. I've been using it loads, so I've got one of the bro neck gators. Yeah, I, I, I always thought they were they were the, well. We would call them a I'd call them a heat tube, uh, but it turns out that uh, they're neck gators, which makes a lot more sense, but. Oh. But but if I don't understand a word, Drew, I'll just make up my own. It's the Scottish yeah, way. Yeah. It's the Scottish <laughs> way. Uh, all right, well, listen, uh, we've got we're gonna have to wrap things up here because uh, we've got people get on with the lockdown. It's been amazing to chat to you. Just quickly again, we want to get more information about what the live builds. If we want to get more information about that, where can people get in touch? Get it on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Use all the usuals. Just put in at Liverbeards. I think. Yeah, no, you do. You you you, yeah. de- you, de- you definitely pop up. Unless, of course, you're looking for leather beards, which is a completely different thing. Uh, profitable arm of um, of my next. <laughs> it's my next. <laughs> although I, I think I think now we've said this, we've trademarked it, so it's safe. So yeah. it's safe. Yeah. You can grab uh, your t-shirt. All right. Well, listen, I'll pop you into the queue room and we'll wrap this up. This has been an absolute blast. Everyone, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Drew Johnson. Yes. Uh, all right. Talk to you in a sec, mate. Right. That's all we've got time for on this episode of Broadcast. We hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, make sure to check out broadbeards.com. Uh, everything that's going on in the Brotherhood as well. You can check that out in the Facebook live videos and details about products and where you can get your stuff on that. And don't forget to check out the work that Live will be able to do. And like Drew said, they are on Facebook. They are on did he say Twitter? Let's say he said Twitter. They have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well. Right. Who have we got on next week? Well, we, uh, we're a bit more prepared than we normally are. Next week, we've got... Da, 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 oh, we see, I've not got a picture. I do. Uh, next week, we've got uh, Ali Hay. He's going to be joining us. Uh, Ninja Warrior, UK athlete, Braun Buster. He's going to be joining us next Monday right here on broadcast. Uh, it's going to be incredible. We'll get some questions in. I have so many questions to ask about Ninja Warrior. It's unbelievable. Because being a Scotsman, I am everything but athletic. So I want to know how he manages it. That's all we've got time for. Look after yourself. Now it's the favourite bit of some people's show. Do I manage to actually play the goodbye video without looking at it? Who knows? Can we do it? Can we do it? Can we do it? Can we do it?